So today, as part of our podcast series, which is powered by Upside Global, we have the honor to interview Jay Klush Macrom, CEO of Rajasthan Royals, a top Indian cricket team. So, Jake, welcome to the show. Thanks, Julian. Pleasure to be here. Great. So, Jake, you know, what I want to talk to you about today was uh, talk about your, your background, your role as a CEO of a top cricket team. Then I wanted to talk about how important are technologies to your organizations and which technology you use and so on. So how does it sound? Sounds perfect. Looking forward to it. Great. So uh, could you start by telling us about your background, um, you know, and also your role as, as a CEO of a major cricket team? Sure, absolutely. I think my my route to becoming CEO has been a bit different to, I guess, the classic route into to sports. But um, studied economics university, um, studied in the UK and the US. Um, I've always had a passion for sport, but sort of entry level out of university, I, I felt the roles were all a little too specialised for me. I wanted to do something broader. Um, hence, I went into the investment space, um, starting into in a fintech company. Then I moved into the investment arm of Blenheim Chalcott which yep. is the venture tech venture builder, which the owner of the Rajasthan Royals, Manoj Badali, runs. So they got about 20 technology companies in fintech, edtech, music tech, and, and other, other elements. Um, after working there, I then, actually Manoj came up to me one evening in the office and just said, Jake, do you fancy going to India? And I, I asked him um, for a little bit more information. But yeah. after getting, okay. getting the brief, um, I was quickly out to India, which was meant to be a five-month project. Um, I really enjoyed it, worked well with the chairman here out in India, Ranjit Bhattakur. And then he basically pushed me over the next four years into all different areas of the business. Um, everything from your digital side to merchandising, to sponsorship, to finance. And so I got a deep understanding of um, all elements, the challenges faced, um, how to overcome them. And, and thankfully, I've progressed through the roles to become CEO now of of obviously a major major cricket team in the biggest cricket league in the world, um, yep. which is really exciting because it means that we are at the forefront of everything that's done in cricket. Um, you know whether that's a partnership with Nine Sanitary Napkins, which is the first in sport to really try and break that taboo. To as you talked about at the start, using new technologies like Aura Ring in cricket or Catapult or others, um, yep. and actually seeing the material um, improvement that that has in players year round. Um, is something that's really motivational for us. And, you know, giving players a platform to perform is is our sort of core mantra. Um, and we've seen more of that this year with players going on to play for India um, after playing with us. So, um, yeah, I, I love the role. Uh, it's extremely exciting. Obviously, um, performances haven't been quite as good as hoped in the last couple of seasons, but we've got a major auction coming up where we'll uh, look to sort of re restructure the side and, and move positively forwards. Great. So congratulations. I'm sure it was a big move to uh, for you to move to India and do this. So um, thank you. Appreciate so no problem. So, you know, we I think it was uh, two years ago, we actually wrote an analysis. Maybe I'll send it, I'll send it to you on the, some of the technologies using cricket. Mm. And so, uh, you know, so which technology are you guys using today to improve sports performance and even maybe the fan experience? Yeah, so there are, there's four main um, sort of technologies we're using. Yeah. One, which is purely from a cricket batting perspective, is called straight bat. So straight bat technology um, basically creates a 3D image of the bat flow, and mm -hmm. then it measures the impact speed, the impact location, the bat swing speed, um, and basically enables the coaches to make technical adjustments to players, then show them the actual impact that has. 
as we know with with players, they need to see sort of quantitative results immediately for them to make such changes. And so straight bat's really valuable for us because we can say, look, your bat was pointing two degrees more to the to the first second slip. Um, you've now moved it further and your impact speed has increased as a result. So that's that's one that we've worked. And what we've done there is to link it through to fan engagement. We had our players competing to have who's got the highest impact speed, um, you know, and then, you know, where we have different activations, we bring straight bat, bat along and fans can try and compete and, and beat the players. So that's been a, a really effective tool for our coaches. Um, other ones, we've got a catapult, um, which is obviously huge in, in the world of sport, backing fitness and, and really good for injury prevention um, as a pri primary sort of focus for that. I think one of the interesting learnings coming into cricket is, you know, players who are bowling specifically are saying they're bowling at full intensity and being able to just say, actually, no, you're at about 75% because we've got the data from you in game and out of game. Um, yeah. Again, is really valuable for, for all our sort of sports science and, and physio teams. Um, and then I'll, and then the, the other sort of two are Aura Ring, which was used in the NBA um, yeah. bubbles. Mm -hmm. um, again, sleep, we know, is an actually crucial element in terms of performance. So tracking that, giving a players an understanding of the importance of it, actually, so yeah. they take time and care. Um, we've brought that in this season, and that's been really valuable to our guys. And it was the, honestly the most important thing they took with them out of the camp. They were all desperate to to have their aura ring and, and show it off to everyone back home. So that was a big positive. And, and with all these technologies, right eye would be the final one, again, trying to improve reflexes and, and players' vision. Um, but with all these technologies, I think the most important factor is implementation. Mm -hmm. It's all good having the best technologies in the world, but if you don't implement them effectively, you're not going to have any um, impact on performance. Um, and, you know, we, you look at Amazon and, and we talk about inputs, not outputs. Um, and, and that's the crucial part. It's great having these technologies, but unless you implement effectively, you won't have the inputs working to drive the outputs on the field. And so that's something we've learned over the last few years, almost not to rush bringing in multiple new technologies, but when you bring something in, making sure everyone in the organization is bought into it, the leaders in the performance side are bought into it, um, and that helps then the implementation through the rest of the squad, which has been yeah, really effective. Yeah, and uh, it's great that you guys have had that approach and that mentality because many teams don't have that. You know, They're not going to say, well, let's just make sure we're all using it because uh, it's difficult. Everybody's busy. Um, <laughs> right. So, um, you know, the, the first technology you mentioned, was it based on computer vision or what is it based off? So it's a, it's a sensor that goes onto the bat. Yeah. And so that then feeds in the data straight into your iPad, um, which you've got on ground there. So it tracks the full bat swing. It creates an LED, uh, sorry, yeah. a 3D, um, uh, sort of graph for you, um, and shows the full flow. So players will say, no, I'm not doing that. And then you show them, they're like, oh, okay. Mm. And then you show them the impact of it, which it can be really significant. Interesting. Yeah. So I think we, pro we we mentioned that technology when we did the analysis. I'll send it to you on the cricket technologies, uh, technology in okay. cricket. So uh, you mentioned Hura. Uh, yes, we, we have connections with them. They're, they're actually in our, you know, I mean, we, we work with them. So, uh, but are you guys also using technologies to make your athletes sleep? Anytime, like we work with a company called Sana and Silent Mode. Uh, they both build a smart sleeping mask that can make you sleep in 15 minutes uh, using pulses of lights and sound. So lights and sound is what Sana is using. And then Silent Mode is using uh, just uh, breathing exercises, uh, 
with sound. And I actually use my, I use it myself, and I was able to sleep in 50 minutes. Um, Amazing. No, we're, we're not using, certainly not the the eye mask. Um, okay. Yeah, we, we've done different, uh, we've used different apps and, and actually individuals in our setups with regards to sort of meditation, breathing techniques, other elements like that. But those masks sound very interesting. I think players sleep is the, as we said, the most important factor, but also getting yeah. to sleep, especially after a game is the most challenging element once yeah. the adrenaline's that high. So any help is, is certainly interesting to our group. Yeah, and we work with, I'll tell you, I'll give you an example. In South America, we work with some Brazilian soccer teams and sometimes they tell us the game ends at around 11.30 p.m. and the mm. players cannot go to sleep and cannot even sleep until one o'clock. They cannot even sleep. So that's why they're looking for technologies like that. So they can just make them fall asleep, right? Um, I mean, so firstly, our games are, especially when we play in India, our games finish at midnight. Um, yeah. So players aren't actually back until 1.30. So they're finishing eating and you know, debriefing by 2.30. So <laughs> the quicker they can get to sleep, the better. For sure, yeah. So, I mean, you, you touched on that, you know, as far as the technology, but my next question was, how important are technologies to, to your organizations and why? But you kind of touched, we talked about that already, right? So. Yeah, we've talk, I've touched on it from a performance standpoint where they're obviously crucial, um, but also from a business standpoint. So if I look at my other verticals in the business, the way we use technologies and different platforms to, to, collab, to collaborate across teams, I think is, is extremely valuable. Um, we've all got obviously very reliant on Zoom and Google Meets and, and otherwise, but the sort of project management tools or the content sharing tools um, can be extremely effective in sort of improving efficiency and productivity. So again, the most, the most important thing is implementation though, I'd sort of repeat, it's all good having the best tech. Um, yeah. If people don't buy into it, it's not gonna bring you that benefit. So it's really important to think through that process um, even before you've decided to align on getting the tech on board is how are you going to get players bought in, get them bought in before you sign the, the partnership or, or buy the software or the product um, because then it just makes the flow a lot easier. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and if you could create any technologies that you want, uh, think unlimited engineering resources, unlimited funding, what what would you like to build? And what would you build as a product to help your team perform better, maybe win more games or recover faster and so on? <laughs> it's a good, that's a broad question. I think yeah. for us in cricket, the more elements that we can track in terms of a ball delivery and then the, um, the hitting of a ball, the better. I think in baseball, they've probably got about 20 more metrics than we track at the moment. So yeah. I think just, just from a realistic standpoint, I'd like to bring across all of those from baseball into cricket. So I think that would be hugely beneficial in terms of, um, you know, player tracking, valuing, et cetera. Um, one interesting one from a more uh, commercial fan and fan engagement aspect, I'd love to see heart rate sensors on players during games yeah. and that coming in the broadcast. I think that I saw it in a rugby, I think it was a rugby league game yes. three or four years ago. So it's not, not a new thought. But the AFL did this. The AFL yeah, in Australia. Was, yeah. AFL, yeah. It's immensely yeah. engaging. And, and I know players obviously are sensitive around various elements, but I just yeah. think for fans at home, just seeing the difference, you're bowling the last ball of the match. You know, in our, in our game recently this season, Kartik Tiagi had to defend four runs off the last over, which had a 0.1% probability of him achieving. And he did it. But seeing the mm. difference in his heart rate versus the batsman, seeing how that changes every ball would just be 
I don't know, amazing for, for fans around the world. Yeah, and then actually also, uh, so we, we, we wrote an analysis on that, uh, I think maybe two years ago. There was also in Japan, what they've done is they, they were showing on TV, it was a golf tournament in Japan. They were showing the stress level of the golfers on TV. And that's, mm. that's kind of an extreme use case, but um, I do think, and we actually wrote an analysis on the impact of sports betting. I do believe that uh, some leagues will, I think, allow the user wearables more because if they can get mm. a cut on sports betting and make more revenue, then I think they're more likely to do that. But every case is different. Every team, every league is different. So, um, yeah, it's, it's still TBD, but I think you'll see more and more user wearables during game for sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, in, in India, betting's illegal, but I'm sure in, in other yeah. leagues around the world, it would be possible. And um, yeah, for me, just still in India for the fans, I'd, I think it'd be be amazing for them to, for, to see. But yeah, to, to continue from your question, I think that the tech, we're, we're trying to sort of build a, a high performance center in, in our academy in Nagpur in the middle of India at the moment. And you know, the different technologies that firstly are there that we can bring across from other sports, because I think we've got a lot to learn is priority number one. And yeah. then we are actually working on a few different things with regards to robotics and, and other elements that are really interesting. Um, I think there's some some cool things going on in VR as well mm-hmm. um, and transferring that across, making it, again, accessible for your players year round, wherever they are to continue to learn and develop, I think can be a really powerful tool. So yeah. there's, there's a lot going on in sport. I still think we've got to get our core tech working really well and effectively before we get too creative with things. Because as you've listed on this call, there's four or five things we've not sort of even looked into yet. But um, I'm, I'm really excited with what the future holds for, for technology in, in cricket. Great, so look, uh, you know, it was great talking to you and um, you had some great insights. So I'd like to thank you for, for your time for this interview today. So thank you. I appreciate it.